0: Three, two, one... Church for the very first time. Good morning, yo. We have some special announcements, and um, that was one of them. We change in time, and um, Sunday nights is now gonna be Sunday mornings. And now we are introducing a new. um, Do I want to say this first? Yeah, I'm gonna say this first. So on Wednesdays, I'm gonna start. Doing videos Wednesday nights And it's going to be called uh, Kingdom Bible Talks okay? Okay. Hashtag Kingdom Bible Talks And uh, we're going to be talking About a lot of stuff uh, About what we talk about on Sunday And we're going to do that this Wednesday And um, Another thing that we're doing And we Started I started up last Tuesday if you haven't already, join KC <laughs> because what this does for people that's already did this, they knew this before anybody else knew it. Okay, so this is the first time it being public, and I am super excited about it because I cannot wait to see what God is about to do with it. But we are starting something up called How Are You, and uh, it is a anonymous way to um, let go of your feelings and um, to be free and raw and say whatever you got to say. Because sometimes, see, sometimes we have friends, but there's some things we can't tell our friends. Like my best friend, there's some things I just cannot tell her. (laughs) Like some things that I have experienced, she has never experienced. And some things that is like to me, is like it's so dumb. Why am I feeling this way? There are some things you feel like you cannot tell people, but here you can. This is an anonymous way to let go of your feelings and stress and all this other stuff. And all I ask of you is to put the date on it, okay? Because if you do it, because what <laughs> what will happen is from time from now, like a couple of years ago from now. You're going to want to see how far God has brought you from what you were going through in 2021 and 2024 you know you want to see how far has I have I come what was I dealing with then that I've overcome you know what I mean and uh you can be as raw as you need to cuss if you need to as long as you can get this stress up out of you cuss if you need to I don't mind <laughs> just repent and turn back to God. But um yeah we starting that up and I am excited about that because I can't wait to see what God's about to do with that. And uh next week <laughs> we are starting a series that I'm super excited about. I don't think I've ever been this excited about a series since maybe <laughs> a series that y'all don't know about. Uh Christians need to change. I did that series back in December of last year. That was the opening series of KC. And uh, it's on YouTube, probably. Or not YouTube, but IG. And um, I did that. But this series is crazy. Like, what's what's gonna happen in our next series? Is I'm going to be a thousand percent raw. Like, I'm going to be like as raw as chicken you buy from the store. Like, I'm going to be raw, raw. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to thaw it out because it's like, okay, I got to let that process, okay? Let me think. I got it. Like, it's going to be that raw. And, um, I, I, ooh, I can't wait for that, y'all. This next series about to be stupid I'm a, So some of the things we're going to be talking about Is some of the things That Ooh can I say this I'm going to say it Some of the things that um, My school Has been dealing with Okay So like we're going to be talking About um, I don't know when But maybe next week we may talk about it. But I'm going to talk about. um, How do I word this? I'm going to word it how I want to. I'm going to talk about um, next week. I'm going to talk about um, homosexuality. I think either next week. And then another week. Because people at my school. We like. It's like. It's like is like we 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 do stuff to change stuff that other people wouldn't do. Like the things that we as a school protest for other schools wouldn't dare to do. It. Like this month of September people are literally protesting against the dress code and I'm going to talk about that in this next series. And I'm going to go deep in that because I got to nip that in the bud because there's some stuff that I got to say to male and females about that. But, um, again, there's a lot of stuff, and they doing that all month, and I'm going to be talking about it this month. And uh, I'm going to be talking about a lot of other stuff. And do you all want the title? Okay, the title, I'm going to put the graphic up on the screen. The title of our next series is "Home of a Warrior." Home of a Warrior. <laughs> My school's mascot is a warrior, so I mean, I just, I, I had to. So the next series is called "Home of a Warrior." All right, and um. Yeah, like I said, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. It's going to get deep real quick. It's going to get tight, and it's going to get uncomfortable. But we're going to talk about some stuff that other churches (laughs) wouldn't touch on. Like I said, uh, homosexual activities um, and this other stuff. I ain't going to get too deep because I know how sensitive people can be. I'm not going to get too deep, but I'm going to get a little bit deep, okay? So um, I cannot wait for that. Y'all, y'all don't understand how excited I am for a Home of a Warrior. That's gonna be crazy. Um, another thing, <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this, but, uh, ooh, December 12th, we will be celebrating Casey's one year anniversary. That's crazy, y'all. I have not done anything for a year. Period. Like there's, I've not done a single thing for a year. I've never had a relationship for a year. I've never had a friendship. That's cap. I have. Yeah, I've n- I've barely done anything for a year. And the fact that we about to come up on a year as a church, that's crazy. Casey is about to be one years old. That's crazy. Um. And before that, in November, I'ma be turning fourteen in fifty-eight days, I think, from Saturday today. Fifty-eight days, I think. I don't know. But um we gonna get into this. And like I said, Wednesday we got new service time, so I need y'all to get here. Okay. Um it's gonna be called hashtag uh kingdom bible talks and that's going to be more interactive than a regular sunday setting like this it's going to be more interactive okay and so um for the first time ever good morning okay um and i don't know with this change that's cap I know exactly <laughs> what this change is about to do, and I can't wait for y'all to see what I already see. Like, what I know, and you were getting ready to see in a little bit, it's gonna be crazy. But, um, we're about to get into part three <laughs> of expectations, alright? So, uh, is it part three? Yeah, it's part three. This Wednesday, we're going to go for part four, <laughs> and then next week, we're going to pick up Home of a Warrior, y'all. I cannot wait for that, okay? All right. So, right off the bat, I'm going to give y'all the title before I give y'all Bible. Um, And I may jump into a little bit of what I'm going to talk about on uh, on. on Wednesday, jeez. Um, How much time we got on here? We've been on here for 16 minutes. Jeez. Um, So, my title today is Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. Where did you get that from? Earlier this week, um, I don't, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but prayer is a letter to God. And everybody knows in order to get a letter from point A to point B, you need a stamp in America. I don't know about other countries, but everybody knows you need a stamp on a letter, right? So um, when you pray to God and you leave. And you try to send it without a stamp, it won't reach the destination that you need it to go. What, what is the stamp? The stamp is praise. When you pray, don't pray and leave sad. Don't pray and have a confidence drop because nothing happens you need to leave that prayer with the same energy I'm gonna talk about this Wednesday keep that same energy you need to leave the prayer with the same energy you had before everything happened like the reason you needed to pray right then you need to keep that same energy you had before that situation happened where's that same energy at? Moses had to keep that same energy God told him to tell a Pharaoh to let his people go. Moses was like, "Bet, let's go. They go and they try to go to the Promised Land, but a Red Sea shows up. Um, God, <laughs> how are we supposed to get to our destination? And this red sea is blocking us. He had to keep that same energy that he had. Okay. Jesus had to keep that same energy he had before the cross while he was on it. The same energy that he had before the cross came he needed to have it while he was on the cross. He had to keep that same energy that energy that you have before the depression comes knocking on your door and before the anxiety busts down your door you need to keep that exact same energy keep that energy y'all remember back in like 2015 2016 people used to say that a lot like people would be talking smack like i'm gonna fight you or whatever and they get to school and they're like where that same energy at nah keep that same energy that you had over the phone when you were saying you was going to do this and do that. Keep that same energy. Sometimes that's the devil. Y'all don't know this, but the devil low-key a punk. (laughs) Like he say stuff and he just run in his mouth. Y'all know that saying don't talk about it, be about it. He don't be about nothing. He just keep on talking. like. Why does he talk and not do? I mean, he does stuff, but he does more talking to you. Depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. He does more talking. Why? Because he knows you have more power than him. So if he does something, you have the power to overtake it. If he tries to come against your health, he knows that you have the power to overtake it. So what he does is he tries to take your health and he talks to you because a lot of people do not know how to block out the voice of the devil so what happens is now they have physical problems and mental problems because the devil is attacking them both at the same time even though we don't feel like we have power that's why he does it because it it makes us feel like we're being overtaken and we don't have power but we got more power than him like when (laughs) We literally have the power in the name of Jesus, of course, like not trying to sound spooky or anything, but Christians have the power under the name of Jesus to raise people from the dead. People have power under the name of Jesus to cast out demons to tell demons to get out of somebody and go back to where you came from. People as Christians have the power to overtake the enemy with praise. That's why praise is the stamp on prayer. You can't pray and leave with a different type of energy. You, You can't pray and leave depressed. Where that expectation at? Your expectations of God should be very high. You need to have high hopes, okay? Like, your expectations of God should be crazy. Okay. Matthew chapter 14, verse 13 and 21. Double or nothing is prayer with a stamp. Prayer can never get... Keep with me. Prayer cannot get Okay, I'm preaching now. I'm teaching. Okay, come on. Prayer cannot get to the intended destination without praise or worship. Praise and worship is the only thing is some of the only things God asks for. He wants a relationship, conversation. When I pray, it's not like I'm praying. It's like I'm having a full-blown conversation with somebody next to me. You'll think I'm going crazy talking to myself. But I'm having a one-on-one conversation with God. Okay? Praise and worship. Worship is love expressed to God. Praise is giving God thanks for what he's already done and for what he's about to do so when you pray you need to praise God for what he for what he's about to do because without praise there is a gap and the letter can't get to its intended destination i'm preaching now okay um not 13 and 21 we going 17 through verse 20. Alright. Jesus experienced double or nothing. Jesus experienced double or nothing. When you pray, you have the opportunity to get double or nothing. My Bible says he does exceedingly. That means more. He's not. He will never settle for your expectation. He does exceedingly. He does more than you can think or imagine. He's not limited to your prayers. Okay. He experienced double or nothing. He was preaching, and uh, he was done preaching, and people was hungry. And they were like, yo, it's 5K of us. <laughs> we ain't got no food. We hungry. <laughs> what you going to do? I'm paraphrasing. I'm about to read the Bible. Jesus says, who got something to eat? Somebody said, hey, I got some. Hand it to me. Jesus said, hand it to me. Person hands him the food. It was five loaves of bread and two fish. God said, "You know what? I'm about to make this work." The Bible says he looks up to heaven and blesses it. In other words, he looks up to heaven and prays over it. Blessed he he looked up to heaven, praise, and he prays and he praises when. When you bless your food at dinner time, you are praying and praising God for what He has given you. So when the Bible says, um, where is it? Where is it where it's? Uh, a tra- verse ooh, OK, verse 19, it says, "And ordered the crowd to sit down on the grass." He took five loaves of bread and two fish. He looked towards heaven and blessed the food and broke the loaves and gave them and gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the crowd. Blessed is prayer and praise. When you bless your food, you are praying and praising. <laughs> I, I can't make this stuff up. He prays and he praises. Even Jesus had the opportunity to get double or nothing. Jesus said, you know what? I'm going to get double out of this. He had the opportunity to get double or nothing. He said, you know what? I'm going to bless this. I'm going to pray and I'm going to praise. Because prayer and praise, when they mix, stuff starts to happen. Things start to change and move. And the Bible even says that they had leftovers. When they first started, they didn't even have enough for five people. Now they have leftovers. Prayer and praise can get you places. Okay. Okay. He prays and he praises. He says, even in in my fleshly body, I'm paraphrasing, I need to uh, obey the laws. You cannot get a letter from New York To California. Without a stamp. You cannot get a letter. From earth. To heaven. Without a stamp. He says. I'm going to bless this. Because he knew. When he blessed the food. He is praying. And praising. When you pray. And praise. That mixture. Makes things move. Okay, I've experienced this. There are some times I've prayed and I've praised or worshiped for like one to two hours and stuff starts happening and fixing out of nowhere. When was the last time you've prayed and praised God and stuff start to move almost immediately? Because prayer and praise go together. Okay, I need to read the Bible. Y'all got me up here. Prayer and praise work together. It's like salt and pepper. (laughs) It's like cereal and milk. They work together. Okay, let me read the Bible. Y'all, I, okay. Alright. Alright. Okay. Matthew 17. It says, They said to him, We have nothing here except five loaves and two fish. He said, Bring them here to me. And ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Hey, y'all. We got some food, come out here, I, I, I got this, I know how this works, I know what I need to do, this ain't my first rodeo, I learned this while I was in heaven, I'm chill, sit down on the grass, and I'll get with y'all in a minute, alright, cool, he orders them to sit down on the grass, um, he took He took the five loaves of bread uh, and two fish, And he looked towards heaven, and he blessed the food, and broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowd. At one point they didn't have enough for 20 people. Now they have enough for the crowd? They didn't have enough for a group. Now they have enough for a crowd. They didn't have enough for a group. Now they have enough for a crowd. Prayer and praise produces double. They didn't have enough for a group. But now they have enough for a crowd. Your... Okay. They didn't have enough for a group. But after prayer and praise, God blessed them with enough for the crowd. You don't have enough for your group. But God, after prayer and praise, is about to bless you with enough for the crowd. What you cannot Produce for a group. Today. In this season of your life. God will allow you to produce. For the crowd later. Just because you can't produce for the group. You better get ready. Because you about to start producing for the crowd. It's not all my. Okay. It's not. It's not just I'm not ready. It's that you have not prayed. And praised. When you pray and praise and fast, things start to move and change. Okay? Verse 20. And they all ate. So, they all ate. At one point, it wasn't enough for a group. Now, it's enough for a crowd. What wasn't enough for a group is not enough for the crowd. What was not enough... The blessing that is not enough for Casey is about to be overflowed into the crowd of people. The blessing that's overflowing out of us it's about to flow into the crowd. What What I can't produce for this group? The Bible says he's going to let me produce it for the crowd. If Jesus can do it, why can't you? Okay. If Jesus can do it, why can't you? What's your excuse? If Jesus can't do it, or if Jesus can do it, why can't you? What's your excuse? It said, and they picked up all the leftovers. Wait. They didn't have enough for the group. Now they, then they had enough for the crowd. Now they have more than enough. It's a process. Walk with me. At first, you don't have enough for the group. Then you have enough for the crowd. But towards the end, you have more than enough. You didn't have enough for the crowd or for the group. God provided you with the crowd. Now he's giving you more than enough. Some of your expectations won't allow you to reach the double or nothing. Your expectation is too low for God. If my Bible says he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can think or imagine, why is your expectation on level one? If the Bible says, because if Jesus can do it, we can do it. Because he was in flesh. And he had to, he was restricted by everything we are restricted with, he couldn't fly. He had to follow the, the restrictions and the laws of earth. He couldn't fly. He couldn't make a Tesla on the spot. He was restricted by the laws of earth. So, if Jesus was restricted, and I am too, he had the same resources, but I have more because of the time change, he had little. I have more why can I not experience this Jesus restricted by the laws of earth okay can not do this before Jesus was sitting down he's like okay I can't fly I can't pull angels out of my uh, angel wings out of my back I can't build a Tesla on the spot I gotta walk I, I can't do this I can't do that I got to do this. He was restricted by the laws and physics of earth. And back then they didn't even have a lot to be restricted by. They didn't have technology. They they probably didn't even have paper until later on. So so he was restricted by the laws of the earth. He didn't even have a lot of laws to be restricted by okay we have more technology and things so we are still restricted by the laws and physics of the earth but we have more resources than Jesus had Jesus had prayer and praise we have technology the way that you can get messages sent was by people and paper now we got Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat and YouTube and all this other stuff. He had he have he had less resources than we have now. So if Jesus could do it with less resources than you have, what makes you think you can't do this? It's only the matter of prayer and I ain't preached this good in so long, y'all. Excuse me. Um, Yeah, my cockiness coming out. Excuse me. Anyways, um, they picked up the leftovers of the broken pieces. Twelve full baskets of leftovers. They started not enough for a group. Then they got enough for the crowd. Then they had... A little bit of leftovers and now they have enough leftovers for 12 disciples they started with literally nothing catch this Casey literally started with nothing but Instagram and little 12 year old 13 um, year old boy at the time we had nothing he we didn't have enough for the group Then he gave us enough for the crap. And what God is about to do is he's about to give us more than enough. And then we're going to leave out of here with 12 baskets of leftovers? 12 baskets of leftovers? I can eat that for a month, like 12 baskets of leftovers. Didn't have enough for the crowd, or for the group, just enough for the crowd, now more than enough. And not just more than enough, he succeeded it with 12 baskets of leftovers. Jesus, the disciples, restricting by the laws and physics of earth. Didn't have a lot of the things that we have now. But they could still pull this off. Didn't have enough for the crowd. Or for the group. Just enough for the crowd. And somehow we got leftovers. (laughs) And not just leftovers on top of that. We got 12 baskets of leftovers when we started with seven items of food (laughs) how in the world do we go from seven items of food to more than enough for five thousand people plus jesus and the disciples and not even including women and kids so that right there may be six seven thousand at least if 5,000, if they were all married, that would be 10,000, including kids, that would be about I'm not good with math, y'all help me about a thousand or a million, something like that. If they all had one child, it would be like a million people, probably. <laughs> I'm not good at math. Plus Jesus and 12 disciples. They had enough food for like a million people. Five thousand. Plus another five thousand if they were all married. So that's ten thousand. And then kids, that's probably nine thousand. Okay. Plus the the Jesus and the disciples, that's probably like nine hundred and 13 people, my math was so wrong, I'm, they had enough for like 9,013 people. They started off with seven items of food, and they fed 9,000 people, excuse me, 11,000, my math is terrible, y'all pray for me, 11,000. Okay. I'm done. Didn't have enough for the group. Not enough for the crowd. Just enough for the crowd. And more than enough for leftovers. They started with seven items of food. Fed 11,000 people probably. Y'all pray for me. My mouth ain't. Pray, please. They fed 11,000 people when they started off with seven items of food. What is your restriction? Why is your expectation not allowing you to do exceedingly abundantly above all? Why is your expectations low? Like I said, if Jesus could do this, restricted by the laws and physics of earth, With less resources than we have now. Why are your expectations low? They didn't have enough for 20 people. Now they fed about 11,000 people. Why is your expectation still at the seven pieces of food? Or the seven items of food? Why is your expectation still at the seven items of food? Upgrade your expectation. Prayer and praise. They didn't have nothing. KC, we don't have anything besides this behind me. This camera and these lights. (laughs) We barely have anything. I mean, we got stuff. I'm thankful for it, of course. No problem. Good. Thank God for it, of course. I love it all. Look at this. So beautiful. And we also got a green screen that my dad's upstairs using. But we don't have enough for a group of people. Like this space that I'm in right now, is dirty so I can't turn the camera around. Like the space that I am standing in right now would not be enough for 30 people to stand in here at once. And me stand back here and 30 people out here. It's not enough. What's not enough for the group, God will provide for the crowd. 30 people can't fit in this basement. At least this side like this part, this part blocked and this part blocked and forward nobody can fit in here. We can clean up, take some stuff out. The only thing being here is the camera and the lights. Take all this stuff out, it will still not even be enough for 30 people. The space that we don't have for the group, God will provide the space for the crowd. Not just for the crowd, but He will let us have space more than enough for the crowd. We don't have enough for 30 people to stand in here. And God said, I'm gonna provide y'all with the space that can hold like 200 people plus. We don't have enough space for 30 people And God says a thousand people. Three years top. What? (laughs) Excuse me. God said if I can do it in three seconds. (sighs) Why is your expectations down to three years? Almost two. We almost in 2022. Can't fit 30 people down here. Cannot. Like. I'm serious. I don't know what we're going to do for our one year. I was going to try to get people down here. It's not enough room. What we going to do for my birthday? It's not enough room. What we going to do for New Year? It's not enough room. But if he can provide for the crowd in three seconds, why can't he provide for KC in three years? Excuse me, a month. If he could provide in 30 seconds, Alex, what makes you think he can't provide in less than a month? The space that we're in, again, can't hold 30 people. Cannot. Like, we going to have to have people back here, behind this and stuff. Like, there's not enough room for 30 people down here. But God says in 2024, you're going to have enough for almost 5,000 people. What? <laughs> Less than 10 people watching. Yep, 5,000. Hmm? Where? Hmm? Can <laughs> I down here? God says, I'm providing space. What he can do for the crowd. We can't hold 30 people. We ha- we don't have enough for the crowd. But he can provide. Or we don't have enough for the group. But he can provide for the crowd. And not just that. But he can succeed it to 5,000. What? Yep. 2024. You have a building that's like 5,000 people plus. I'll only be... S- What? I'll only be like 18? No, I lied. Three years from now, I'll be yeah like 16. 16 years old in a building with 5,000 people plus and we can't hold 30 people. Probably can't even hold 20. But the fact that he says 5,000, and we don't have enough for 30, my expectation has no other excuse but to stretch. I have to stretch like I can't grasp 30 people for 30 minutes. But he says 5,000? What? I can't get 30 people on here for 30 minutes. But he says 5,000 for 15 minutes? Wait. See, this is crazy. Until stuff starts to happen. Alex, you told us that one time that mm-hmm. Can't hold 20 people. 5,000, three years, for 15 minutes. Oh, I don't even preach for that long, y'all. Like, I literally been on here for 45 minutes. I don't do that. Like, I don't do this for this long. Not enough for the group. Literally just enough for the crowd. But then he succeeds it with leftovers. But then he exceeds it more with double the leftovers. Double the blessing. Seven items of food fed 11,000 people. 5,000 men. Who ate. Besides women, we just, just estimated if every man was wa- married, that's 10,000. If, if at least half of them had one child, my math is not good on that one. I'm not sure on that one. But I know for sure if they were all, <laughs> if all the men were married, I know for sure that's 10,000. But if they all had kids, that's 5,000 plus 1,000, no, yeah, that's like 11,000, that's 10,000. And if they all had kids, that's 1,000 kids, I think. Plus Jesus and the disciples. So what they didn't have enough for 30 people. KC, we have enough for 11,000? I can't put 30 people on YouTube for 45 minutes, less than that, like less than that. I can't get 30 people on YouTube for less than 45 minutes. But 11,000? The gap has to be full of nothing but glorious expectation. Alex can't do this. (laughs) If Alex could have done this, this would have been finished by now. But, like, don't have enough. Can't put 30 people on YouTube for less than 45 minutes. Alex, what you complaining for? I'm not complaining. I'm trying to show y'all the stretch of expectation that I have to make. Between September, what? Between September uh, uh, 5th to October 31st, this stretch about to be crazy. This stretch got to go from here to there. God says you can't put 30 people on YouTube. Now you're about to put 11,000 people in a building with, but before the end of the decade. 11,000 people in a building before the decade is over, and I ain't even got 30 people on here. 11,000 people in a building in Alabama where the weather is bipolar. 30 people 11,000 the gap is me I have to get my expectations from 30 people to 11,000 people I gotta pull I gotta preach like I'm preaching to a hundred people I gotta do all this and It's worth it. 11,000 people? Okay. God's about to do more than enough for you. But I need you to do. I know I said this every week, excuse me, but, um, um, scan the, uh, code that's on the bottom of your screen right now, jeez, 50 minutes, wow, um, scan the, um, code on the bottom of the screen, I said I ain't never prepped for an hour, (laughs) But um, scan that on the bottom of the screen so you can get more updates. Like what happened with like how are you? Don't forget about that either. That's gonna be up there. Um. Um. I'm going uh, Yeah, I gotta go. Alright. God is about to provide for you and me. Um. All we need is to bless the situation. What Jesus did, he was hot, tired, exhausted, he just got done preaching. Just got done preaching. Okay, now I'm about to fit they hungry. I would not be a good father to my children Not to feed them right now. So you know what? I'm going to push my pride aside. I'm not coming for you. But I don't know why people. Never mind. I'm going to talk about that next year. He had to put his pride aside. I hope you all know that pride was the first sin to ever be committed. And it was committed by Satan. So to call June pride month is kind of stupid. Because that, that was the first sin that ever fell on earth. I mean, I'm not bashing it. I support you. I love you. But that's kind of dumb because that's the first sin that ever hit earth. So why would you do that? And Satan went to hell for it. So you think you won't? You scream in pride saying we're not going to hell. and you, Okay, let me stop. God loves you, though. <laughs> so do I. But you screaming Pride Month, and Satan went to hell for Pride. Make it make sense, please. <laughs> See, I'm losing viewers right now. Sorry, right, I love you now. Um. But yeah, I support you. Yeah, don't don't think I'm one of those pastors that'll that'll preach you out and not love on you. Like I'm gonna tell you that it's wrong, but I support you as a human. You do what you want to do. It's not my body. I don't care what you do. I support you though. I love you. Why did my voice get so high pitched like that? (laughs) I love you. That voice crack. (laughs) And, And I don't like to see Christians bashing homosexual sins when they dealing with heterosexual sins, like you knocking gay people for their sins, and you straight dealing with lust and masturbation and all this other stuff, the Bible says, uh, "How are you gonna, uh, how are you gonna pick at um, your friend with that has a speck in their eye, and you have a log in yours? How?" They have a speck in their eye. Ha ha, you got a speck in your eye. Bro, you got an entire vlog in yours. Jesus got gangsta on that one, or whoever wrote it, I forgot. <laughs> they got a gangsta on that one, I think that was Paul in First Corinthians. He was like, they were like, you making fun of your brother, I'm paraphrasing, for a speck in their eye. When you got a log in yours, you hypocrite. <laughs> Like, you making fun of the speck when you got a log. You making fun of the gay sins when you have straight sins. You making fun of them because they like the same gender and the same sex, but you got heterosexual sins that you can't even deal with on your own, but you over here bashing them because they're gay and you feel like they're like. You have a log in your eye, and they have a speck in theirs. Why do they have a speck in theirs? They know their respective place. They know. I'm affiliated with this. You over here. (laughs) They know where they're staying. They know, okay, I know what this is. I know what I'm getting myself into. I used to be that way. I don't like it. This is me. Okay? But because... We've never experienced it. Like, for me, not homophobic. Let me be very honest. (laughs) Homophobicness and racism is the same thing. It's very similar. Why are you racist? You don't like somebody's race. Why are you homophobic? You don't like somebody's decision. Being homophobic and racist are so similar. You don't like somebody's race because of their color. And you don't like them because of their decision. You got a log in your eye. They got a speck in theirs. They know where they stand. And they know, hey, okay, you can't talk about them. You can't mess with the Christian crew because you already know they're going to backfire on you. They know where they stand. They have a speck in theirs. You got a log in yours because you can't stay in your place. I've been so rooted and pressed down into um into a uh, a homophobicness, and even though I'm trying to break out of it, it's kinda tough <laughs> It's like I know where I stand, I'm okay with you, but it's kind of weird. Like, I've been homophobic this whole time. Homophobic and racism is like the same thing. I've been this way since I was like 12 and opened my own eyes. And now I'm like, I'm okay with you. That's why one of our mottos is we don't discriminate, we appreciate. You gay, bi, trans, I don't care. We appreciate you for being here. Over appreciative. Actually, the fact that you decided to come to church with your current state and placement, you you strong, yo. Don't nobody do that. <laughs> like and okay. But honestly. You gotta log in your eye. Uh, they gotta speak in there. They know their place. They know their respective place. Okay, I'm this way. I can't talk to them. Because if I do, I'm going a, a, I'm to a go crazy. And this going to happen. And that's going to happen. And they're going to say this. They know their respective place. They know don't talk about them. Don't say that in particular thing. You can't say this around that group of people. You can say this around that group of people. They know their respective place. Homosexuals know their respective place. Why don't heterosexuals know theirs? Heterosexual Christians are deep embedded in the Bible. It does say. The Bible does say. And I'm going to preach about this in our next series. The Bible does say Not to be in homosexual relations. It does say that. But nowhere does it say God hates you. Because of that. He loves all his kids. Like. Why would he. That's like. It's like. Why would you disown a child. Because of a decision. That's like. If I grow up. Still a pastor, whatever. And my child decides they ain't Christian no more. And I disown them. Never. I still love them. I'm not going to disown them. You got to log in your life, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, the Bible does say not to have homosexual relations. But there are 17 other things... In the, about 17 other things in the Bible about heterosexual sexual sin. About heterosexual sexual sin. Okay? Like, you straight. The Bible talks about that more than it talks anything about homosexual sin. The Bible talks about heterosexual sin, bestiality, and homosexual sin. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a preach about this next, either next week or the week after that. It does talk about that, but we love you, hey. I love you. Why did my voice do that? I, I we appreciate you. The fact that you decided to, to participate in this, with your current state, like I said, you, you strong, yo. I don't know nobody that do that, but hey, Joy, KC, if you want to do how are you, that's on the screen, Um, I'm going to catch y'all for Wednesday Bible Talk, or Kingdom Bible Talk, it may be called hashtag Wednesday Bible Talk, Um, but yeah don't don't make fun of the spec but you got a lot catch this you making fun of the spec and you dealing in okay let me stop and you over here messing around with your third cousin like chill out you messing around with the spec but you all Uh, You are an entire replication of Sweet Home Alabama right here. (laughs) You making fun of the speck when you in incest. You making fun of homosexuals when you in incest. Make it make sense, Christians. I ain't never going to do that. You still lust over people. That's a sin. The Bible says if you lust in your heart, you've already committed adultery. Adultery is when you look. It's like if I'm sing, like I'm single right now, and I look at another married woman with sexual intentions. That's adultery. Lust is just looking at somebody, period, with sexual intentions. And a lot of people think that's just on guys, but that can happen for girls too. So, like there's so many people that you can date just because of lust, the sexual desire that has built up inside of you. Why am I talking about this? It's because you don't feel feelings. You see feelings. I always say this. The Bible never says greater is he that is on me. The Bible says greater is he that is in me. What's on me is priceless. Really. But what's in me, the talent, the value is in my heart. Not on the outside of me. You lusting over the outside. Take a peek on the inside and lust on that. Like, you see what's on the outside. Peek your head around the corner and see what's on the inside. Oh dang. I ain't know she was like that. Oh snap. I ain't know he was like that. Stop looking on the outside. Greater greater is not on me. Greater is in me. Greater is not my limbs. Greater is in me. Greater is not on me. Greater is in me. Greater is not on me. My, greater is not on me. It's in me. When you look at me, and you only see the outward side of me, you're not looking at greatness until you peek your head around. Dang. He real generous. Even though he ain't got nothing. Sometimes I can be stingy. Everybody. That's everybody. So, okay. But the generosity in Alex? That has nothing? What? The generosity? The compassionate care that he has for others? When they don't even like him, he can stand up and tell somebody happy birthday that absolutely hates them. Like, period. Like, if someone hates my guts, like, I'm, like, dead serious. If somebody, like, really, really hates me, like, I like throwing off people. And I'd be like, happy birthday. They'd be like, "What?" i just randomly shout out to people, what's up? Throw them off. Like, dude, I hate you. Move. Late like to randomly throw people off. What's up? Challenge somebody's normal that's unnormal. People have developed unnormal normalness. Unnormal normalness, homosexuality. It's unnormal, but it's normal. It's not normal with God's perspective, but it's normal with culture's perspective. You have to challenge somebody's normal, unnormal. It's normal for them to pick on you, but it's unnormal because they got stuff themselves. Challenge somebody's normal, unnormal. They got a spec in their eye, or they got a log in theirs. I got a little problem. They got this. I love you. <laughs> Please come next week as we start a series that I cannot wait for and it's gonna be crazy and you are not gonna wanna miss it and it's gonna be wild and I'm gonna talk about stuff that people don't talk about in church. But that's what I do. <laughs> like I said earlier in the video, the stuff that my my Friends and my people do normal people wouldn't do Like we are like not normal <laughs> Like honestly We do stuffers That other people wouldn't do unnormal We challenge people's normal We do things that aren't normal <laughs> We put up with each other's unnormal But, hey, that's who we are. You know what I mean? And we're going to talk about that a lot next week. Yo, when I tell you I'm not with I cannot wait for that. Next week, I'm going to go ahead and post a graphic. (laughs) Like, but, um, I'm going to go back and listen to myself and cringe while editing this video. See, I'm smiling right now. Alex, I see you. But, um. Doing KC. She wanna do how? How are you? Can you already seen that? So um, I catch y'all later, man. I catch y'all Wednesday. <laughs> Come back in like what two days? Okay. Peace.